Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Thank you for tuning in to the Sports Ethos Nets podcast. As always, your host, Cody Mallory. You can find me on Twitter at RealCodyMallory. Today, I am once again joined by my two co-hosts, Anthony Dittmar on Twitter. That is at Anthony Dittmar underscore and Joe Farrow on Twitter. That is at the Joe Farrow. Guys, we finally escaped rumors for the most part, and we can focus on basketball. Before we get into that, how are you guys doing this Monday? I'm doing well, doing well. Just a uh, hot day out, but we're getting ready for football and basketball. It's starting to become the best time of the year for uh, sports, so. Whoa, 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 I've been itching for Nets basketball. Anthony, have you given up on your Yankees? They are tanking, man. It's looking ugly. They can't be Oakland. Anthony, they split the series last week, dude. We knew this shit was coming. <laughs> Literally, yeah, said- I know. I the bottom twelve of the AL East is talking shit right now. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good thing football. Well, you're a Jets fan, man. So I don't know about football. So good thing you got the Nets coming soon. Aren't you a Giants fan? Did we not beat y'all on a Sunday? Did the Jets not win. I'm ready for fantasy football. The Giants don't exist in my life right now. <laughs> I was gonna say, Cody, all- we, I was gonna say we are Giants fans, and the Jets. I would bet money have a better record than the Giants this year. Yeah, Let's well, that'll that'll become interesting. Uh, oh, oh. I've been into for Nets basketball. The other day, I was like on the way drive back. I guess there was so much traffic. Not that I recommend doing this, but I was just watching Kevin Durant highlights from this prior <laughs> year while I was driving in traffic. <laughs> I don't know what my issue was, but I was just bored as hell. So I was like, let me watch some highlights. And now I'm itching. I mean, yeah, I, I highly don't recommend it either. There's been plenty of nights where I'm like delivering pizza on random nights where Nets are playing. And I watch the full Nets game on the Yes app on my <laughs> drive. And I'm like, I mean, it's definitely not a good idea. But for the sake of uh, consuming the product, I had to. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, well, I guess I'm going to have to find some new co-hosts pretty soon, I guess. If anyone's interested. <laughs> You're going to be down to co-hosts. <laughs> I don't really want to record this alone. DM me on Twitter, please. Just kidding, hopefully. But uh, let's dive into the Mets. We, uh, we have a signing. Yuto Watanabe. So, I guess it's it's a standard deal, but it's not guaranteed. Um, the Nets kind of played it off, and then Utah was like, oh, thanks, everyone, for the congratulations. But he basically said it's a non-guaranteed camp invite is what the contract is. Um, your guys' thoughts? I mean, definitely um, not a bad addition whatsoever for, like, a guy who's – if he makes the team, he would likely be, like, our 14th or 15th guy. I mean, truthfully, I think the two ways would even play more time than he would on this team. Uh, and I don't know if that's me just, like, putting more stock in David Duke Jr. than I should. But in reality, I mean, it's more of an end-of-the-bench guy, if anything. Uh, and like you said, it's a non-guaranteed camp invite kind of thing. And if he ends up making the team, I don't know when that deal would become guaranteed. I think, what was it, Bembry had, like, a non-fully guaranteed deal on the team last year, and we ended up cutting him uh-huh. one once he got hurt just because, like – Open up a roster spot. And it's not guaranteed, but no, he got cut because we had to be roster. We had too many, took too many players back from Philly. He happened to get hurt when he was with the Bucks. Oh, he got hurt with the Bucks. Yeah, so we cut him because it was a non-guaranteed deal. That makes sense. Yeah, because we took too many players from the Harden deal. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's not a bad move by any means, but I mean, it's whatever, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't like thrilled like I wasn't like mad it was just like uh oh, okay like if this is like if this works out then cool like it's a guy that plays like sparingly and if it doesn't work out okay we just cut him so like it wasn't like moving the needle or not anything for me I think it was just like okay he's like he has some size a little bit play some great defense if we need him to um but that's really it like like anything you get I guess is like a positive but if it doesn't really work out I don't think it's a risk to the Nets yeah no doubt yeah I mean it's kind of like you guys said when I first saw it I was like what? Why? Like, why would they do this? And then I looked into it a little bit. He was on the Nets Summer League team. It was 2017, 2018, I believe, one of those two years. Um, I know he's been dunked on multiple times. Thanks for tagging me that, Joe. Appreciate it. Um, I was spamming that Anthony Edwards video all over Twitter as soon as that came out. <laughs> but, like, he is – a willing shot blocker. I won't say he's a good shot blocker, but he's never afraid to go for a block. And Wait, I distinctly not, not remember, afraid to get windmilled on underneath yeah. him. I distinctly remember in the summer league, there was a game where he blocked like four or five shots. Um, he's an average three point shooter, I guess. I would say slightly below average. Um, he's six nine. He hustles. I don't know, like. I don't want to wish this upon anyone, but I think he'll probably get cut after camp, personally. Probably. Uh, um, which, like I said, you don't want to wish that on anyone. Obviously, he's on the Nets right now. I hope he does very well. But it was just a move where it's like, why? I get they're trying to add wings. They're trying to add length, size. They very much so lack that in the playoffs. But there's better options, in my opinion, which is where we'll transition to now with what Mark Stein posted last night. Um that the Nets are in advanced discussions with Markeith Morris. The worst one. Correct. Not Marcus, his twin brother. Don't get him confused. Markeith, um, he's gone downhill 
these last couple of years. I think he's been hurt for part of it. Um, he's obviously getting older. Like, once again, man, I don't know, like, this stage of free agency, like, players that are realistic for the Mets, like, there's not much left, truthfully. Um, yeah. So what we have now for the is what it's going to be in my opinion until the Nets either make a trade or they enter that buyout market but for Marquise like we gotta see who he is now like I said he didn't play much last year he's had the injuries even when he does play he's only averaging like 17 minutes a game basically if he plays hard can knock down an open three and rebound he can kind of slide into that Blake Griffin role where we were expecting him to play last year but if he can't make a wide-open shot, then he's not going to see the floor. That's what it comes down to, in my opinion. I think the goal here is maybe have him play, like, a stretch big, play a lineup with, like, Ben Simmons, KD, Marquis Forrest, uh, Joe Harris, maybe Royce O'Neal, or, like, Kyrie or someone. You have three or four guys that are all six six and taller, so the switch-everything scheme would work on defense. Um, they'd be kind of short, small. They wouldn't have, like, a dominant guy in the paint to rebound. Um, but we saw that with Drummond. Like, he got played off the floor. So, you don't really want a big, like, oh, Marcus Aldridge or uh, Hassan Whiteside or Dwight Howard because in the playoffs they're getting run off the court. So, I don't know. It's an interesting signing. I think it has some upside, hopefully. I know everyone on Twitter is saying Marquise Morris is trash. He's washed. He very much so might be. But he kind of gives me vibes of let's hope he can do what Blake Griffin did his first year in Brooklyn. Um. Yeah. You want to go over show? Yeah, I'm on the same page. I mean, we haven't seen Markeith Morris ever since he tried to start shit with Nikola Jokic, and then Jokic hit it straight up, truck-sticked him in the back and gave the guy, like, whiplash. Um, That was the last time we saw him on an NBA floor, and that was very early in the last year. Uh, he He hasn't played a single second since, missed the rest of the year for the Miami Heat. He obviously wasn't that great to start the year last year with the Miami Heat. Uh, but, I mean, it's weird. Like, we're kind of in a spot where it's like we don't – like you said, Cody, we don't want to really sign, like, a not athletic center at this point. But it's not like – but at the same time, it's like where would Markeith Morris fit in a in a group where we already have, like, crowded forward spot a little bit at this point and we do need another center – but we also need him to be mobile, which that means, in my opinion, that that is likely going to end up coming from some sort of a trade. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to agree with that. Like, I think the Nets' true need is, like, a, a big five, like a, like a five at least, or, like, a four-five, not like a – I think more, more closer on, like, the three-four side. Like, even though he's, like, kind of plays more like a four-five, he, he doesn't have the size. He's a little bit undersized guy, not the best shooter anymore. He's been hurt. I don't know. He seems kind of cooked, but if it's like not, if it's, I'm assuming it's gonna be for league minimum, maybe a little bit above that. I really don't know like how much he command right now, considering he hasn't played since like last November, I think it was, or December. So I don't know. I, I think that, like I said, the Nets need to make more roster moves than just these two things. Like I think maybe these are just housekeeping moves, and another trade's coming, or like a wait for someone. I don't think they should go into the year though without another center on this team. Like personally speaking, like. I don't think Claxton and Dayron and playing Ben at the five is enough. I think you need someone like a, like we keep saying it, someone like a spread the floor. Yeah, he does that, but he doesn't have the size. So I don't know if like maybe this is a sign that like they really are going to play Ben Simmons at center because like you run Simmons at the five and like I don't think Simmons and Claxton will show the court a lot because I just don't think the fit is there. So maybe like they'll run Simmons as like the backup five and like minutes that Claxton's on in and kind of like like split them up. 
I don't know. I think Dev, I think they should make another move though. Like at the end of the day, like I don't think this is like the end of their moves, and I don't think they should wait to the deadline either. Yeah, I I agree for sure. It's a weird. It definitely is a weird scenario that the Nets find themselves in, and all Nets fans are immediately going to go back to old reliable and just keep asking, when are we going to get Miles Turner? Um, <laughs> and I mean, I'm kind of with them. I <laughs> everybody, I think all Nets fans would love that addition, and we've all been clamoring for it ever since like Katie and Kyrie got to Brooklyn, pretty much. Uh, but yeah. I- Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just want to sacrifice Joe for it. That's the problem. Like, I don't get rid of Joe Harris. Like, so like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know. I, I, I get it, like make it work with up. Seth and picks and so, like another player, but that's just giving up more rather than just giving up one player. I think money though wise doesn't work. Like he, you're, he makes eighteen million a year, and Seth's only making like eight. And I think we can't take in like an extra ten million like that. I don't know if we can like fit into the yeah, exception. I, mean, I don't think. We could. Yeah, I think we have a TPE which is like seven million or so. If that's the move, Seth, then that, like, it would suck. That's not a great contract, but, like, I don't know. I if think that might be a bigger need right now. The, I don't know how it would work, but with, like, a TPE, Seth, and Dayron, that might be able to get us Miles Turner. I don't know. And, like, we would have to throw one of the picks in. But at the end of the yeah, day, we're going to be the 30th overall pick. What does it matter? <laughs> I, would throw, like, I, would, I would just throw a dart at time boogie, for, personally speaking. That's all I think. Boogie, I, I, I would have loved to sign over Watanabe or even Morris. I mean, the Morris signing isn't official yet, just at advanced discussions. But, like, Boogie was a guy that, who I think could fit really well. He has a relationship with KD, and, like, he knows how to play with other stars. He played in Golden State for a year. Uh, you know, I, it's, I, I definitely would have rather signed Boogie over Watanabe because, I mean, in all likelihood, that guy wasn't going to end up with a job anyway. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I would have gone. I, I'm okay with the Marquise Morris signing, truthfully. I don't think it's horrible. I think if it works out. He could kind of be like a stretch four for you. Dog, he's going to be James Johnson. Wait, did you say he's going to be James Johnson? Yes. 
I can see that. See, I don't think so because he he's definitely a better shooter than James Johnson. Come on now. Yes, no, I agree with that, but I think it's it might be another case of a guy not knowing his role. Yeah. But another thing that wasn't mentioned, like if you just go into the season, which by the way, I think the Nets are with just Claxton and Dayron, you can't rely on Claxton to play like close to a full season. I mean, everyone talks about Kyrie, but Claxton only played 47 games last year. The year before he only played 32. Like you can't count on Claxton to be there. Like it is what it is, but he's not going to play 80 games out of the season. So you just can have Dayron as the only center if Claxton's out. But I like that's I what I'm saying. I think they need another guy there for depth. Uh, yeah, I agree, but I don't. Or their I two centers are just Ben Simmons and Nick Claxton. I mean, they yeah, discussed playing Ben at the five. Ben playing the starting five, and if you surround him with Kyrie, Joe, or Seth, and like Royce and KD, that's pretty damn good starting five with a lot of spacing around Ben. The another thing with Seth that like, you guys mentioned, I, I'd rather trade him if he's six two. I think him and Kyrie together on the floor are going to be tough. Him with Ben would be great. And I think him and Kyrie together, that's why I can't picture Seth in a closing lineup. And I'd rather have Joe, at least Joe's 6'6". I mean, Joe's averaged four rebounds a game, which isn't a lot. But if you're going to team rebound, like that's – those four rebounds are big compared to Seth, who's undersized. I think shooting-wise, they're similar. Moving and, off the ball, they're similar. Yeah, and I mean, let's not get it twisted. Joe Harris isn't a bum on the defensive end by any means. He has size. He's able to hold his own for the most part. But, I mean, like, obviously he's not an A-plus defender by any means, but he's definitely not the worst defender on our team by any stretch. Especially with Patty Mills. Like, you can't run a a Kyrie, Curry, and Mills lineup. Like, it's just not possible. They did in the playoffs last year. They did in the playoffs last year. We saw how that worked out. Yeah, and we saw how it worked out. Like, that's why, honestly, I did not love bringing Patty Mills back. Unless they're going to move someone. I mean, Patty Mills is movable. I think it's, what, December or something? All those contracts become tradable? Like the 15th of December or something? What? Yeah, I think you're right. The Nets gave the guy a raise. Like, are they going to move him? Doubt it. (laughs) So, I don't know. But, I mean, all right. So, let's kind of go through the depth chart right now. So, this came from at Brooklyn Nets 85 on Twitter. Um, 11 Nets fans follow them. Um, so we got Simmons, Kyrie, Harris, KD, and Claxton. Would you guys agree that's the most likely starting five right now? Probably. Yeah. Unless they really do go full on right out the gate of Ben playing the five, then I think Royce O'Neal gets slid in there. Yep. And then, so coming off the bench, pretty much, I guess, the next five. I'm only using their example because I completely agree with it. That's why I'm saying it. Uh, Patty Mills, Seth Curry, Royce O'Neal, TJ Warren, and Marquise Morris. That's like, that's the rotation I think the Nets have right now. Um, They did have Dayron and like Cam Thomas and Kess being kind of fill-ins if players are hurt or not playing, which I think those are some pretty solid fill-ins depending on how they progress. Maybe Dayron's role it's a lot bigger in the season if something happens to Claxton or if Dayron's just impressing. But what do you guys think, like, with that current rotation, are the Nets a championship contender? Um, I think they're one piece away. And just to clarify, you believe that one piece is a big? Yes, but it doesn't have to be. If they, they make, like, a middle-of-the-line move to get, like, let's say, a boogie, I don't think that's, like, the missing piece. But I think, like, 
they're going to make it. The roster's a little funky right now with too many guards, too many forwards. I think they have to like clean up the roster a little bit, but I think that comes at the trade deadline. I think short term, it's the big, but like long term, they're going to need like one more impact rotation player. That's like in that like top five or six guys that we just talked about. I don't know what it's going to be, but I definitely think they need like another guy. Like if that makes sense. It's not a fine-tuned <laughs> roster. It better, they need to be better fits. I don't like the way it's like, like, I completely, like a lot of right now. agree with Anthony. I think by uh, halfway through the year, by the deadline, I don't think Patty Mills is going to end up on this team anymore. I think he's going to end up I going agree with that. Cam Thomas. If, if they're sacrificing Patty Mills or Seth Curry or anybody if, of that nature to take uh, to take a bigger uh, – to get a big uh, to fill that need, Cam Thomas, I think, by – like halfway through the year is my is probably going to establish a role in the rotation somehow because I don't I can't see a world where all three of Patty Seth and Joe are on this roster come playoff time next year. Yeah, you don't trade them just for the sake of making like a stupid trade, but like if you have a trade to make the deadline, you never know what team's out of it or what team's going to trade yeah. someone they might not expect. You see who's available and you make the best decisions. I don't think this roster is like perfectly fit right now. I think a big part of that's because. They didn't know who to sign because they didn't know who was gonna, if KD and Kyrie were going to be here. So they didn't know if they were a contender, if they're kind of like soft rebuilding. So like it's not like their complete fault, but I just think like it's going to take a little bit now because now that free agency settled, there's not – you don't have a, like a full list of guys you could have like taken from. Like a lot of guys came off the market those first month and a half of free agency. So you really don't have the same kind of choices. You don't want to just force a person that's like kind of cooked or not really a good fit because it's sick of doing it. So I think that's where they're kind of at right now. Yeah. 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 And just to uh, so those contracts become tradable. I just looked it up. It's Jan after January fifteenth, oh, not December. Damn, we're a month, we're a month <laughs> off. But um, a trade that I'll works. Roster uh, spots. Hold on, real quick. A trade that works is Seth Curry and Nick Claxton for Miles Turner. But see, do but they, they can't do Claxton yet? Oh, want to do? Yeah, that I mean, it would Claxton. it would have to be after January fifteenth. But at the, and at yeah, the same yeah. time, do they want to acquire Miles Turner while giving up Claxton? Then you still only have one center, unless your plan is just to run Miles, a guy like Miles Turner at center with Ben at the four, and then when Miles Turner's not in the game, you're running Ben at the five. I mean, that, or maybe Miles Turner is the type of player that he only plays, or not? I shouldn't say only plays. But if you play against Philly or someone like that, he comes out of the game when Joel Embiid comes out and he goes back in the game when Embiid goes back in. Yeah. I mean, obviously he could play other minutes besides that, but that's kind of his role. It's just whenever they have a dominant big on the inside, like you're playing. When that guy comes out, we'll go small. Yeah. So, I mean, if Curry and Claxton or Joe Harris, like would you rather give up Harris if that means you keep Curry and Claxton or would you rather trade Curry and Claxton? Because the Nets have to get up to, um, it's around 18. 18. Yeah. 18, 19, around there. And I think the answer is Mills and like some other salary or something like that. Yeah. I think but then, they, yeah. I don't know, I just don't know if Turner's be available then still because I, I feel like a million teams want Miles Turner. So. We'd have to throw a pick in there if we're going to dump Patty Mills like that, though. Or attach a Cam Thomas, a cheaper player, uh, some upside with Indiana be interested. Maybe you have to throw in a, a pick. And Cam Thomas, like, I don't know. Well, so you're saying, like, Patty Mills, Cam Thomas, and a pick for Miles Turner? Yeah. I I would do it, probably. I would probably do it, too, to be honest. Yeah. Winning now, like, yeah, we all, we're all very hyped about Cam Thomas. We all 
on this podcast, we know we like Cam Thomas. But, like, if we want to win a championship now, getting a guy like Miles Turner increases that chance significantly. If that trade's yeah. possible, it's a no-brainer for me. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> no-brainer. When you How many open spots back, do the Nets have? One right now. One. Is it with Marquis without? I think without. Oh, yeah, without. Because it was one more when we got Watsonabe. But it could very yeah. easily come, too, if they're not impressed with how he does in camp or whatever. It's technically one, but they could also wave Watt and Abby whenever, so I guess it's yeah. two. Like, yeah. <laughs> but good. technically, it's one spot. So I don't know. Like, there's definitely some questions with the roster, the makeup. I think the talent's there. It is. It's, it's just like the construction of it again. And I mean, what team doesn't enter an NBA season with the question marks? Like, even we saw from the Warriors this past year with Clay Thompson. Like, is he going to be healthy? Is he going to play? They had all the young guys, but they all take the next step. Andrew Wiggins, like, you never know. There's always question marks. I feel like it's very rare you go into a season and it's like, yep, this roster is completely set. No question marks about this team. Championship. I feel like that was just Golden State when they had Kevin Durant. Yeah, I agree. Uh, there's always moves you can make. Those Cavs team, we saw them overhaul their roster every single year. Basically, it felt like every year they would make huge changes. Yeah. Same with the Heat teams, like when they had LeBron and D-Wade and Bosch. Yeah, I mean, a lot of Nets fans are panicking. Like, oh, my God, we don't have any centers. Like, what the Nets have now is good enough to win 70% of your regular season games. There's only, what, in the East? There's Embiid. There's Vukovic. Like, what other teams have a dominant big that will kill the Nets? I mean, I don't really consider Giannis a Bosch, bro. Yeah, Vucevic also was, like, beyond dog-ass last season. He was yeah, terrible, yeah. He always does his thing against the Nets, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, but they're not, they're not worried about him, though. I don't think they're worried yeah. about him. But, like, in the regular season, like, I'm only worried about a big like that if you match up against Joel Embiid. And, well, also, you know. if, I mean, the only other one is, like, the Celtics when they have Horford and Williams on the floor together. But, like. Yeah, but they got to defend us, too. And the Nets will have wings to put on Tatum and Brown now. They'll have some size there. It's just. If you lose to Horford and Williams in a regular season game because they're hitting, they're getting, killing you in the paint, let it be. <laughs> if you had the Ben Simmons of old with a Joe Harris of old, this Nets team, I personally think, is the deepest team in the East, no doubt. Like, I think the Bucks yeah. are right up there, too. I think they're better than the Celtics. I personally do. I know they got swept last year, but they also were missing the third and fourth best players, and they like kind of gave up after the first two games. That's how my opinion was. I think yeah. on paper, it's better. I'd give me, like, uh, that's all I have to say. Uh, it's gonna. I'd say they, they they they're gonna be like the scary Iron Nets, where like they are, if they're healthy, they're automatically gonna win because against Celtics, against the Bucks, even against the Sixers, if James Harden has like a a revamped like 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 if he comes back like like the old James Harden, or at least like a big chunk of it, you know, like, they're enough to compete with all these teams. Still hanging out with little baby. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But like, if let's say like that's the case, the Nets are not saying they're gonna run over any of these teams. They're very much like 50-50 or whatever you want to call it. But they have they they can win any series. That's the key. They could win any series. There's not a team where like they have no chance. Wabin? I'm saying as constructed right now, they could still beat anybody. And like it, it could be anyone. I just don't think they have they, they, Yeah. There's no one we can't lose to, but there's also no one we automatically win. I just think they have the roster to beat anybody in the East. And I think even the West, like yeah, the Clippers maybe seem really good in the Warriors, but I don't think they're like unbeatable either. Yeah. 
I think the only team in the East, if there is a series right now with everyone's roster as is, I'm picking the Nets over everyone except the Milwaukee Bucks. I still think Milwaukee, if fully healthy, has the best team, the best roster, the best construction. Um, so I would still pick the Bucks, but I think it would be a flip them series. Like, I, I'm honestly not that sold on Boston personally. I know that they were a great story last year, but I'm just not that sold on Boston. Yeah, we'll see though. A lot of moves to be made for them too. Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm Brogdon's going to be a big addition for them. They got yeah, Dalinari too. He got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Dalinari. I mean, yeah, I like they have a good team, but I still think the Nets would win in six or seven. Uh, I still think they have something to prove, Boston. I mean, I know they like just like did they just went to the finals, but like I don't see that. <laughs> Well, like, they still have something to prove. That was their first time doing it. And granted, they've been a team that's gone to the Eastern Conference Finals a couple of times. But they've only gotten yeah. over the hump once. I feel like if it was, like, uh, I, I mean, that's weird saying. It really is. But, like, <laughs> you guys know what I mean. Like, there are a lot of those guys are still young. And it's like they've constantly fallen short and they've gotten over the hump one time. So you got to see if they can, like, really do it again before you put all of your stock in that. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. A lot of moves to be made. I think the Nets are better than the Heat. The Sixers, I think they're better than. I think the Nets should finish as a top three seed in the East. I agree. Nice play. Um, real quick before we finish here. I saw – I think it was a poll on Twitter. I can't remember who posted it, so I apologize. But it was – which has been like – Ben Simmons more likely to average like double digits in. Rebounds or assists? What do you guys think? Assess. Both. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good answer, but unfortunately in the poll, you can only pick one, Joe. Uh, he's, I, I would lean assist first. See, like, I don't got it. So I'm going rebounds. So I think the Nets would hope it's rebounds as well. The team. I think if he averages seven I, or eight assists I, I think he's going to do both. Yeah, I think both are definitely reasonable. I think even if he doesn't play, quote, unquote, the center. We saw Claxton. How many times do we see Claxton get switched out on the perimeter? Like, it's going to happen. And that's when you need Ben, you need KD, you need Royce, you need Joe Harris. You need them to get rebounds. I also can um, personally see if Ben Simmons is healthy and he plays, like, a significant amount of time per game, which he should, which by everything we've been told, I think he could average, like, a like a 15-point triple-double this year. Yeah. I can see that. I don't think it's crazy. I think that's realistic. I think sure. That's why I'm saying <laughs> I know I'm disagreeing with you, man. I know you. I know I don't agree with you often, but uh-huh. let's, I can't let's wait to the games again this year. True. We, who won last year? I don't remember. Do you know oh my god! I won in a landslide. Are you kidding me? Nah, I don't. Re- I don't remember. I think it was uh, pretty close, but I think I won by like twelve games. It was nuts. Yeah, yeah just they lose every time when they lost. Yeah, you yeah, won in a dumb way. It's your guys' fault for not seeing the writing on the wall. <laughs> you shouldn't be proud of you picked every loss, basically, during their 500-game losing streak, and that's why you won. Well, I knew what was happening, and I told you. I'm like, okay, the Grizzlies are coming down. They're young athletic. We're not beating them. Another young athletic team is coming in. We're not beating them. As we're, as we're still playing LaMarcus Aldridge, 26 minutes a game at the time. <laughs> Real quick. Anthony was getting flamed on Twitter for bringing up trading Ben Simmons for Donovan Mitchell. We, it was a joke. Reports. I don't know the speculation. 
There was a report that Donovan Mitchell had the Brooklyn Nets on one of his preferred destinations. Um, I think it would be a pretty bad trade for the Nets because I don't think it would just be Simmons straight up. But even if it was, I think I'd rather still have Simmons next to Durant and Kyrie. I think he just fits better. If you put Mitchell on that team, like they're going to be atrocious defensively, like horrible. And I don't think we want to see that again. Yep. I think Simmons is a better fit. Like, Mitchell's a better player, but for this team, Simmons makes more sense. And I don't want to give more assets on top of Simmons. And, like, they're not really in position to give out assets like that. They need those assets to make, like, the moves that we're talking about at the beginning of this podcast. Like, to, like, not just waste them for, like, a – maybe not even a lateral. It probably makes them worse, like you said. Yeah. Definitely does Correct. make it interesting. We, and we've already seen how Steve Nash coaches a three-headed monster on offense. So try to get try to keep some defense around, try to keep some ball movement around, and we'll try it like that. Ben Simmons is without a doubt a better fit for this Nets team. Uh, Donovan Mitchell would just be getting like an actual good version of James Harden, but Jeez. <laughs> like Ben Simmons is without a doubt the better fit, and the Nets aren't going to trade for Donovan Mitchell. That Donovan Mitchell sweepstakes is the Knicks race to lose. Correct. Yeah, that's right. I so. think we can all agree with that. Um... Anything we missed, guys? Uh, no, that's it. Joe? Nope. That's it? So, I think we're good. All right. Thank you guys for once again listening to the Sports Ethos Nets podcast with Anthony, Joe, and Cody. We are about a month away from NBA training camp. Stay tuned. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.